Yeah, that's what streamers say. They say, let's go. What is it? Come on. Like, let's go. Streamers? Yeah, like um, YouTube streamers or, or Twitch streamers. Not YouTube, oh. Twitch streamers. Speedrunners okay. and such. I don't, even I don't, know, I don't what, know what you're what talking about. So, yeah, what are you talking about? It doesn't matter. Let's go. <sighs> Idiots. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Alpha Bunga Bunga, the global politics podcast at the end of the end of history. It's Thursday, the 17th of June, and this podcast is Philip Cunliffe in Canterbury, George Hoare in London, and myself, Alex Hochuli. Uh, also, I find myself in London. But Welcome back! He's back. Our boy is finally back after years of like fucking exile in like Latin America, pretending to be like down with the campesinos. Launching the revolution against the gringos. He's back home. Welcome back, man. We it's we didn't see you. We That's didn't nice. come to meet you off off the train. Um, That's true. Because for, of in your triumphant return. But obviously, we would have had the Alpha Bunga Bunga banner. Welcome back, comrade. Lots of wreaths, you know, like a fucking parade and all of that. Yeah, my my Finland station moment finally arrives. You're, you're sounding a bit. You're sounding a bit jet lagged there. Uh, no, I'm I'm not, but I'm uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling annoyingly libertarian, and it, there's no other way to feel libertarian other than annoying, really, because that's beyond. <laughs> what uh, you think? You think libertarians are an, even annoying to themselves? Not just probably, to probably, else. yeah. Wow. Um, because there is this kind of a rate like, ah, don't touch me, don't touch me. <laughs> this is <laughs> my personal sovereignty. But um, I have to say that I'm feeling more libertarian than I was in Brazil. Um, but, you know, for I think for, for good reasons, I think it's a rational thing. Uh, whereas in Brazil, I was feeling like a, a complete like biopolitical authoritarian wanting the government to take strong action to prevent uh, you know, deaths from rising again to 4,000 deaths a day and all the rest of it. Um, whereas now I'm in the UK where most people are vaccinated and they're extending restrictions. And I just like, stop this, leave me the fuck alone. Uh, I want to be able to, you know, go well, to nightclubs li- and things that yeah. young people do. Well, yeah. liberty, liberty flows through the veins of, uh, of every Englishman. Um, and it also pervades <laughs> the air. So that's probably what you're, what you're picking up on your, if on your glorious return. True. If only that were true trying not to get too many things actually in my bloodstream foreign foreign bodies in my bloodstream especially while i'm in quarantine and having to be tested every three days so um, we'll try to avoid any of that uh, liberty in my blood what's it like to be back um it's uh it's it's kind of a bit rainy i'm, I'm going to be like george now it's a bit rainy um the weather is I'm just <laughs> the weather and uh drone on and uh we've only we've already got one george no, I was, you can't be a george i was interested in that sorry you were just getting you're just finally picking up some steam there <laughs> You're talking about the sort of rain and how long it's been raining for and what that meant about your plans. Um, yeah, that's that was good yeah. shit. Yeah, no, good. I mean, it makes me miss the outdoors uh, rather less if I'm uh, if I'm looking out the window and it's overcast and 17 degrees in the middle of summer. Anyway, um, so you got to promise you got to promise our listeners what we're going to do while we're in London. Like you got to kind of tell them, you know, give them like, well, let them know of all the excitements. One important important thing, which once restrictions are lifted, um, which will probably be never because this will just carry on forever, (laughs) uh, is that uh, is that they is that we will do a book launch live with people and hopefully all of you listeners uh, who are in the vicinity can come but we'll announce that in due course uh, we were going to do it when alex says live he means face to face not a live re- recorded session no exactly face to face mouth to mouth ass to ass the whole lot 
so we Ask look forward to, to doing that. <laughs> to mouth, even if you wish. Uh, it's going to be an unorthodox book. Once the pandemic's over, case. you can do it all. Uh, so we'll be doing that um, and also be doing some recording. I mean, this is not of interest to you, listener, but, you know, recordings with the three of us in the same room, maybe at some point, which will be nice. Maybe there'll be a warmer dynamic, um, you know. Or maybe, maybe the, you know, the tensions will finally bubble over into, into, <laughs> yeah. into some finally, physical violence. Finally. We'll be able to settle some some scores. <laughs> All that pent up uh, pandemic anger finally bursting out. Yeah, so that's what we've got coming up. Um, but today uh, we're talking about, well, I was talking about authoritarian biopolitics. I made a reference to that kind of uh, $10 million jumble of words. Um, George, why don't you tell us what we're talking about today? Yeah, so we're going to be joined very shortly by a guest, Benjamin Bratton, to go through his his book, uh, Revenge of the Real, which I think is one of the um, the books that I've read recently that kind of really captivated me. I mean, I, I you know should should be honest and straightforward that I don't agree with, I don't probably don't agree with the main thesis of the book, but in terms of presenting a coherent, um, I guess, model um, of potential post pandemic politics, I think it's really um, yeah, so it's really an important kind of set of arguments and set of ideas to to engage with. Um, and also, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's a book about about the pandemic and about the the sorts of politics that that's brought brought with it. So, yeah, I mean, we could do basically every episode about about lockdowns and about pandemic, but I think this is this is one from maybe from a slightly different perspective than we might kind of naturally start from. Um, so yeah, a lot to a lot to discuss, and I'm yeah really looking forward to calling up Benjamin. So yeah, we're really happy to be joined um, by Benjamin Bratton, who is professor of visual arts at the University of California, San Diego, and program director of the Terraforming program at the Strelka Institute. Hi Ben, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Cool. So just to, to kick it off, you know, we're, we're doing uh, we're talking about your book, The Revenge of the Real, um, which is out very shortly uh, and by the time this this uh, podcast comes out will have been released on verso um and yes to start at the beginning the title the revenge of the real um could you just explain this a little bit for our listeners what is the real and how is it taking revenge and on whom uh sure happy to um so the book is the book is about the pandemic uh and the what i see is kind of the the many of the the particularly the political and and uh, cultural uh, and, in some cases, technical failures of the ways in which we responded to the pandemic, and particularly, uh, particularly rich Western societies responded to the the, the pandemic. Um, the 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 way in which the pandemic itself is sort of presented uh, within within the book is as not so much as a state of exception, but as a, the revealing of a number of what might call pre-existing conditions um, in and pathologies in um, Western political culture. Mm. Um, another way in which we may want to look at it then is, given the fact that the pandemic didn't only hit Western rich Western political cultures, is the pandemic. If we look back on it, was also a kind of a kind of massive control experiment in comparative governance. That with the virus as the control variable. Uh, not just different governments and different regimes, but indeed different political cultures uh, dealt with or didn't deal with the 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 the, the virus and the pandemic in different kind in, in different kinds of ways. And there are a number of, I think, rather pressing 
lessons to be learned about what went wrong, um, what went yeah. right in, 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 in other in particular kinds of ways. So the, the, the real that is spoken of here is in essence, that which is what that which has been suppressed, if you like, by the recent wave of populist politics and the rise of and its reliance on a kind of politics of symbols um, that, you know, as I see it, the, the pandemic should be a, a death blow to, you know, different kinds of reactionary forms of political populism over, over recent years, particularly those that have been built on simple cathartic stories of resentment and recrimination and the contestation of of symbols instead of the things that the symbols are, are, are meant to represent. Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash We'd love to have you.